Okay, light is on. So I think it's recording. Hi, uh, I'm Kurt. Sorry, I'm not used to talking to machines. Or people. Unless you count, like, screams of mortal terror. But the thing is, I spent the last few decades brutally murdering people. You know, sometimes professionally, often as a hobby. But now I've thrown it all away to start this new life. So as you can uh, hear, I'm on an island. I mean, you can hear I'm by the water, but that's because I'm on an island. Evil island. I guess I'm moving here because... Well, okay. Time for a flashback. I got a letter saying my uncle died, and now I own this island. So, apparently now I'm like a duke or something, and getting my own island seems like a pretty good opportunity to start fresh. To be honest, I'm not even sure exactly where this place is. I had to hire a blimp to get here. Some guy on board kept talking about his podcast, so I stole his little portable recorder. Now I'm going to do one instead because, I mean, hearing one about a guy becoming Duke of Evil Island probably has some potential, right? Anyway, the letter said I would be picked up by some dude named Jeff, but I don't actually see any cars or roads. Just a lot of blimps all over the place. It's pretty weird. Oh, I think one's landing here. Your Grace, your Grace. There's a guy in a blimp shouting at me. Take care, your Grace. We're throwing down the mooring line. What the? Last week, I'd have carved out your eyeballs for throwing a rope at me. Just a moment, your Grace. Just a moment. Good morning. I am Jeffrey. You must be his grace, Duke Kurt. I've had the pleasure of assisting your uncle in management of affairs here and his father before him. It was your uncle's dying wish that I do the same for you. So you're like my butler? Valet, your grace. I've always wanted a butler named Jeffrey. Valet, your grace. But I'm afraid we're already behind schedule. There's a special city hall meeting tonight to welcome you. I'm told even Avroth the Unholy will be attending. You guys have an Avroth the Unholy? Of course. He has lived on the island for centuries. But please, sir, I can answer all of your questions on the dirigible. Oh, hell yes. My whole life, nothing than two dirt... Two dirt... Two blimp rides in one day. You grow quickly accustomed to them, Your Grace. Now, if you'll just step up here... I'll close the door and... All right. So who... What is... What's that guy you said? Avroth the Unholy? Why, he is the leader of the Brotherhood of the Seers of the Invisible Path, of course. Oh, right. Those guys. And, uh, what, uh... They are one of the five guilds that make up city council. Might I be right in inferring that your grace knows little of Evil Island? I know it's got a lot of blimps. And one uppity Hugh Grant type. Perhaps I'll just summarize it before we arrive. Cool. Before I publish this episode... Probably edit in some dramatic music right here. Thousands of years ago, a Viking cruise liner veered off course during a storm and shipwrecked on the island. Here, they found strange beasts and mythical creatures. Pixies, vampires, were-beavers, swamp monsters, and demons. This is awesome. The island itself seemed to be a source of dark powers and mysterious happenings. With no way off the island, and no way to combat the strange forces at work here... The people made peace with the island's inhabitants and settled permanently. 
You know, you're pretty good at backstory. Do you do this all the time? Or? The government that grew out of this civilization works as follows. You are the new duke, and therefore you're the highest authority on the island. But you don't normally need to be directly involved. The city council will handle most of the issues on their own. Okay, so who are they then? You'll be introduced to each one of them when we arrive, but collectively the council is made up of representatives from each of the five largest brotherhoods on the island. As such, the membership changes as various brotherhoods rise and fall on power. Get to the point before I forget that I stopped murdering people. For now, you need only worry about being present at the meeting. Let me handle all the formalities. There is only one issue in front of the council tonight, so it shouldn't take long. Ah, uh, it sounds as if we're landing. Oh, hey, one thing real quick. Yes, Your Grace? Did you say we're beavers a minute ago? In fact, I did. Now we must depart. Whoa, this building's awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. This used to be the home of what was once the island's largest religion, the Church of the Holy Really Big Shell. Is that pretty much what it sounds like? Precisely. So what happened to it? It broke. Oh. I'm so glad the two of you can make it to the meeting that started 15 minutes ago. We already finished up the old business. The last useless figurehead has been buried and properly celebrated. So we're all set to welcome the new useless figurehead. Duke Kurt, Lord Sovereign Protector of Evil Island, Defender of our shores, Most Beloved of the People, Keeper of the Fire of the Prophet, Pharaoh of the Dead, Baron of the Ash, Imperator of the Ocean, Patriarch of Aviation, Director of Immigration. Hey, uh, how long is this? Your full title, Your Grace. Yeah. It is an extremely noble title, Your Grace, and is therefore equivocally lengthy. Your ancestors have been adding to it for centuries. Can't you just, I don't know, use my regular name or something? Very well, Your Grace. His Grace, Duke Von Ten. No, 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 stop. I didn't mean my last name. Say that again, and I'll transplant your face skin to the inside of your thigh so that every time you walk, you'll be rubbing your face against the other thigh. It's just Kurt. I'm, I'm afraid I can't skip everything, Your Grace, but it would be permissible to omit the family name for the moment. Whatever. Fine. <clears throat> Duke Kurt, Lord Sovereign Protector of Evil Island. Defender okay, of our this, shores, uh, most beloved seems of Seems like a good time for a word from our sponsor, the, uh, Pharaoh of the Dead. Baron Church of the Holy Really Big Shell Revival. Of Aviation, Director of Immigration. Hey y'all, come on down to the picnic this Sunday, hosted by the Church of the Holy Really Big Shell Revival. You'll see all your old friends from the Church of the Holy Really Big Shell, and it'll be pie. Face painting for the kids, fried chicken from the ladies' auxiliary, a raffle to win a free exorcism, and a bounce house. That's right, whether you're human, lycanthrope, mini-tentacled forest monster, or just some freak thing that crawled up out of the ocean, you're welcome with us. Some people say no, but we at the Church of the Holy Really Big Shell Revival always say, Shell, yes. Shell, yes. 
Any similarity between the Church of the Holy Really Big Show Revival and other churches of similar name residing on Evil Island is purely coincidental. The Church of the Holy Really Big Show Revival LLC is a wholly owned subsidiary of Takata Heavy Industries, incorporated in the Virgin Islands. Any similarity between the Virgin and Eagle Islands is purely coincidental. This message brought to you by the Church of the Holy Really Big Show Revival, 1800 <laughs> Avenue. No, I went by. Official Anyhow, planning. Sounds like my butler's almost done with my title. Bishop of Light, Archpriest of Healing, Archdeacon of Time, and the Palatine of Blue. Very well, Your Grace. We are ready to move on to our distinguished city council members. First is the person kind enough to have illuminated us on the state of the meeting. Miss Vicky Thompson of the Brotherhood of the Lycanthropes. So, first day is the new Duke. How exciting for you. Showing up late. Very regal. Next is Lord Peterson from the Brotherhood of Cynics and Wet Blankets. Just get on with it. And here... I was told we'd be joined by our representatives from the Brotherhood of the Seers of the Invisible Path, Avroth the Unholy, but... Oh, he's not here yet. You know, wizards. Very well. Let's move on to Ergunk of the Brotherhood of Many Tentacle Forest Monsters. Thank you. And I, for one, would like to say that I'm quite pleased to have a new duke. I mean no disrespect to the last, but I do believe that Evil Island could use some fresh ideas and outside perspective. I look forward to working with you, Your Grace. And I, uh, look forward to you, sir. Oh, thank you for asking. Your species might consider me female, actually, as my body has a special sac which contains And the... finally, the fifth member of the council. Oh, no. Our newest member. It can't be. Miss Crystal O'Fan. Hi, Kurt. Of the Brotherhood of Ex-Girlfriends. Shit. You look good. Still cry at the end of Fern Gully. I believe it's time to get back to business. As the Duke, Your Grace, it is your responsibility to conclude old business and allow the council to move on to new affairs. Oh, uh, so I just, uh... Okay, begin the rest of the meeting or whatever. All right, everybody. We've only got one issue to deal with tonight, and all you can eat shrimp at the Red Lobster only goes until nine. Y'all ought to know by now not to mess with a hungry were-whale, and I'm going to close that place down. Okie dokie. Now, it looks like the Brotherhood of the Babysitters, bless their little hearts, wishes to file a complaint against the Brotherhood of the Seers of the Invisible Path. They allege that every time they get an infant into bed, oh, some wizard somewhere on the island makes a dramatic entrance, and the resultant thunder and lightning wakes the baby... They're requesting that henceforth dark wizards performing dramatic entrances just, uh, don't. Anything someone does in the confines of their own home is their own business. It is I, Avroth the Unholy. Oh, well, fuck that, Bannon. I've come to set my own eyes upon he who would claim to lead us. In retrospect, after witnessing the phenomenon firsthand, I think I am indeed beginning to understand about the thunder. Who does not claim power upon this island without the blessing of the unholy? Yeah, I mean, if I had just gotten my niece to sleep, I'd be super annoyed. I met your niece. She's a bitch. She's seven years old! Still a bitch. Is, is there something I'm missing here? Uh, apparently with these two used to date or whatever. No, I mean, why is everyone so concerned with my entrance accompaniment? Well, if you'd been on time, Greg... Avroth the Unholy! 
Well, if you'd been on time, Greg, you would have known that it's tonight's business. The Brotherhood of the Babysitters wants you Siegfried and Roy types to stop waking innocent little babies every time you enter a room somewhere. That's ridiculous. That you would consider an infant's nigh-infinite opportunity to enact a higher obligation than the power over life and death! Besides, it's not something we choose to do. It happens naturally, you could say. I'm sorry. I know I'm pretty new here, but what exactly do you mean by naturally we could say? Ah, the new one from the Brotherhood of Ex-Girlfriends. If I may put it in terms of your puny mortal mind might understand, when a wizard's power grows to a certain point, certain changes begin to occur, and it can be frightening to a young mage. Sometimes, when curses begin to pop up in unexpected places, our young wizard finds himself paying much more attention to particular forbidden books. The dark forces sense a conduit for their power, And it is they themselves that create what you call drama. To someone such as myself, the proclamation of my name, it is the fires of creation that drive the thunder, the darkness within every soul that powers lightning. It is not theatrics. It is power. I move to ban it. Oh. I'm starting to see it now. Well, that's very big of you. If we can agree to ban it now, we're in time for all-you-can-eat shrimp. What? Nay, if I'd wanted responsibility for children, I'd have kept my genitals. What do you think, Kurt? Well, I guess it's pretty loud, kind of disruptive. Makes it hard to concentrate on not killing people. I guess a ban might be a good idea. Then the Brotherhood of Ex-Girlfriends opposes the ban. Hey, hocus pocus, everybody focus. Let's get this over with. Look, your unholiness. We're already hungry and endless shrimp ends in 45 minutes. Does anybody have an alternate solution? Well, I... If I may interject, is there any particular reason the troubled infants could not simply be made into soup? What? A hard pass, you freaky little octopus thing. Well, what if perhaps and. I must emphasize that I'm simply speculating here. We were to establish certain, shall we say, uh, wizarding zones. I'm not sure I understand, Brother Ergunk. Well, we, the many tentacled forest monsters, practice a policy we call... ...which essentially sets certain places in the forest where one is free to blast one's cloud of spores into the air. I wonder if such a principle could be applied to a situation such as this? Even if I could. There are those among my brethren who would have no body, no shell to give them curse or comfort. They move through all that restraints you. They haunt the shadows and curse your dreams without rest or respite for all eternity. The most reverent among them have shed even the concept of a name and are known only by their brontonyms. Wait, what? Go back one. What's a brontonym? The thunder, Brother Peterson. The ethereal music. Foolish child. Brontonym means thunder name. It is our true name. Yeah, great. Would your brethren consider doing it in a soundproof booth, or do we have to ban it altogether? Hey, uh, I have a question for Mr. the Unholy. 
You dare speak to me, impetuous boy? You, who claim to be Duke, but have not yet felt the fire of the prophet? I think so, uh, yeah. It's about the whole thing with the thunder and the name. You said it just kind of happens on its own, right? Your ignorance runs deeper than the blackness of my soul, little Duke. But I can see that somewhere inside you there is a piece of darkness and hate. Yeah, I'm lousy with darkness. You may ask your question. What I want to know is, exactly how much of your name do you need to say to get the whole thunder and music thing? He means, like, what happens if you just say Avroth? I don't need you to tell people what I mean, Crystal. God, this is Tallahassee all over again. Tallahassee wasn't my fault. It was those stupid guys from that radio show who- Quiet down, Buster Brown. Sorry for my language. Avroth. Please just placate them and say only your first name. Uh, Avroth. Okay, okay. Now try just the unholy. The unholy. Interesting. Now the whole thing together. Avroth the unholy. Oh, uh, pardon me, Mr. Unholy, but I can't help but wonder if the applicable forces continue to apply when one such as yourself speaks the name of a comrade, a fellow worker of mystical arts. You insult us by trivializing or harnessing the elemental forces? You, who are but an infant compared to my- Chop, chop, Greg. Does it happen or not? Say for yourself, Vicky. I summon my colleague and bridge partner, Dr. Skullmonger. It is I, Dr. Skullmonger. Greg, couldn't this wait until after dinner? I just sat down. Wait, his thunder and lightning was different from yours. Of course. Hey, uh, yeah, you guys don't mind if I keep eating, right? I mean, this is corned beef and cabbage. Yes, yes. What exactly is going on here? Apologies, Doctor. These malapert wastrels are attempting to understand the powers that drive the heralding of our arrival. What, the Brontonyms? Precisely, my friend. Well, what do you want to know? Okay, so like when Gr- when Avroth the Unholy speaks his name, it's a particular set of thunder and music, right? Like, pretty much always the same? Yes, yes, of course. It is the voice of the eternal powers which guide my- But when the same guy says the name of a different- a guy or whatever, we hear that guy's thunder and music. With me so far? Uh, yes. I think so. Okay, so just bear with me for a second. I mean, like, Avroth's uh, Brontanim has rising organ with crashing thunder. Skullmonger has low spooky organ with deep rolling thunder. So what would happen if one of you said, like, Avroth the Skullmonger? Oh, that's... Oh, well, I, uh, um, I never... I guess Avroth the Skullmonger. I admit, I find this all quite fascinating. Could we perhaps try Doctor the Unholy? I believe I'm beginning to see the causal relationship. Doctor the Unholy! Indeed. Cool. Okay, how about if... No! 
Look, it's like I tell my girls when they're fighting on the way to soccer practice. It's the pudding in the pie, not the pie in the pudding. Stop this right now unless you want this council meeting to turn into another bloodbath. Oh, no thanks. I'm trying to quit. I move to ban. Thank you, Dan. All in favor? Abstain. Gosh darn it, Peterson. You just abstained on your own motion. You can't do that. I can and did. Excuse me, I believe we may have passed too quickly by the soup idea. Is it that you lack the proper herbs to prepare a human child? It doesn't matter. There's two against, one abstain. Does anyone have alternative solutions to this wizard ruckus? Is it possible to make it quieter? Soup is quiet. This is preposterous. Avros the unholy. As I had foreseen, it doesn't work that way. Ooh, I think I have an idea. We saw earlier that you can change your Bronta... I'm sorry, what was that cute little name you had for it? Brontonym. Right, right. How about you just change it to something not so big and noisy and scary to those little babies? Ma'am, that would require changing our very names. Changing that which makes us who we are. Is Light Rock an option? Maybe something by Brian Adams. Oh, I just love him. Oh, I want to hear... I mean, the Brotherhood of Cynics and Wet Blankets hereby formally request Kokomo by the Beach Boys. Okay, fuck vows. I'm gonna kill that guy. Where's my axe? Not now, Your Grace. Brother Peterson is simply doing his job. Yeah, and I want to kill him for it. I'm fine. Let's play Fruit Ninja in my room tonight. My fury grows with every insolent suggestion. Be careful where you tread, fellow council members. Do not eagerly invite the wrath of the unholy! Kinda wish it had done the thunder thing there. It's time to make a gosh darn ruling on this thing. I make a motion we find on behalf of the Brotherhood of the Babysitters and rule that the Brotherhood of the Seers of the Invisible Path must pay damages in the form of $9.50 an hour for every hour a baby remains awake after a Brontonym incident on the stipulation that both parties be subject to audit by the Brotherhood of the People with nothing better to do. All in favor? I know it's a long shot, but does anyone know where to get porcini mushrooms? That's an eye. Hmm. What do you think, Kurt? Well, I... You're gonna... Just kidding. I... Abstain. And an obvious eye from me, so all opposed say nay. nay. Motion passed. The babies win. Shrimp's on me, Greg. Oh, this is not the end, Vicky Thompson. This is not the end. Hey, you think if I went with you, she'd pay for me too? We're not going. Your Grace. Yeah, what's up, Jeremy? Jeffrey, Your Grace. You work for me. I don't have to care. It would be my honor, sir, to escort you to your new home. Von T... Manor. Okay. Rule one from your new duke. No one says my last name. Ever. For any reason. This is the last time I'm going to warn you before I cut off your nose and reattach it upside down so that every time it rains, the water goes all in your nose and stuff. Got that? But your grace, I... Rule one. No last name. I do enjoy the view of the sea from here. Evil Island is a fascinating place. May I ask what you thought of your first meeting as Duke? You say first, as if there'd be a second. Of course, Your Grace. One of your primary duties is to oversee the council meetings, ensure that order is kept, rules are followed, and, in the case of a tie, to break it. 
But there are five of them. Doesn't that already prevent ties? I believe you met Mr. Peterson. Right, right. The wet blanket guy. Seems kind of weird that the Brotherhood of Cynics and Wet Blankets is on the council. It may help to know that Peterson replaced Mr. Rankle from the Brotherhood of the Creeps, Skeeves, and Perps. He had a peculiar habit of collecting body hair, and I don't mean his own. Um, your grace? Oh, sorry. I was wondering how many Peterson nuggets I can make out of one Peterson. Hey, how far is it to my manor now? Not far. It would be well worth the wait. 351, by the way. It is a home to be proud of. Nuggets. The very stones upon which it is built were dragged up from the sea. It sits on the most scenic point of the island, barring the volcano, of course. Your family has dwelt here for centuries, guiding the island's people to unparalleled peace and cooperation. We come upon it now, just as my monologue ends. Like I said, you really put it back story. I present to you, Vaughn... Jeffrey knows thing. Oh. I present to you, Kurt Manor. Whoa. And credits. Okay. Evil Island City Hall Episode 1 was written by Josh Price, Nat Roth, and Kurt Schmidhuber. Sorry guys, but that's alphabetical. The cast was rather huge, but I have to read them all, so uh, Kurt Schmidhuber as Kurt Von Tech. The Talented One, Jay Moses as Jeffrey. Jackie Fisher as Vicky Thompson. Genevieve Rivera in the sponsor message. Nat Roth as Dan Peterson. Josh Price as Ergunk. Stephanie Banty as Crystal. Paul Masseri as Dr. Skullmonger. Uh, check out his series Dapper Drams on YouTube. And the always outstanding MC Nelson as... Avroth the Unholy! Audio engineering and original music by Josh Price, except for that banjo bit in the commercial. Sound effects by Josh Price, except some Creative Commons stuff I found online. Check us out on evilisland.net, Podbean, Google Podcasts, whatever. <laughs> <laughs>